22 minutes after 8 o'clock, Professor Roger Lawrence Gibson, Professor of Structural Geology and Metamorphic Petriology, uh, Petrology of the, at the University of Witwatersrand, joins me this morning. Prof, good morning. Before we get into uh, the actual story, what is metamorphic petriol- petrology? Good morning, Oliver, and, and to your listeners. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, it seems to always catch people. Um, metamorphic petrology is basically the study of change in rock. And so almost all rock is essentially a metamorphic rock. It's the same derivation as metamorphosis that we see from uh, worms or caterpillars going to butterflies. And I like to think that I study the, the most beautiful rocks in the world because they've undergone this change. Yeah. In 2021, uh, a farmer out in the Northern Cape, Gideon Lombard, reached out uh, to you and your team because he suspected that he may have come across two meteorite fragments. Uh, Meteorite fragments on Earth means that it's fallen out of the sky quite literally uh that obviously is something that either would damage uh or, or unless it's really small rock fragments to which uh this uh you know classifying it as meteorite fragments might might be difficult for a layman to do exactly what happened in 2021 um well uh, meteorites can be divided into two categories they are either falls that are observed and then a piece is retrieved or they are fines. And in fact, fewer than 2% of all meteorites are falls. Um, what, what, what Gideon Lombard found, and found twice, was two separate meteorite fragments while he was going about his farming duties. He says the first one was a, a fence, in, fence inspection. He was probably kneeling on the ground and he noticed this thing amongst other rocks and thought it was unusual. So, so he, he's, got, he's got fines. Um, uh, as opposed to falls. Yeah. So, 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 what about the rocks that he observed to be unusual? Um, it, it, it's truly amazing that a lay person was able to find these rocks because I, I, I've seen the photographs of the fine sites, and he's got a lot of rock rubble, earth rock, lying around. Yet, in between all this, he was able to see something that caught his eye. And I think uh, what did catch his eye was the fact that these rocks have a fusion crust, a melt was formed as the, the piece of rock came into the Earth's atmosphere. And uh, as a result of that, 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 that melt was almost, it was glassy. And when it landed on Earth, uh, it, cooled, it cooled down. Uh, and that was what he was seeing. So in amongst all the other rocks, he was seeing the, the record of its fiery tra- trajectory through the atmosphere before it landed. Yeah. What in our atmospheric, uh, was it, is it just atmospheric pressure causes that, that fiery combustion that shapes the rock? Uh, pure and simple, it is friction. Uh, these things are coming in at phenomenal speeds, probably in excess of 40,000 kilometers per hour, which is you know, 20, 30 times faster than a bullet would travel. And so the, just the rubbing against the very thin upper atmosphere starts this friction process and heats them up to... Uh, over a thousand degrees centigrade and and most rocks will melt above a thousand degrees centigrade easily yeah uh, uh, what are the dimin- uh, the dimensions of of Gideon's finds uh, again remarkable that he could see these small stones in between everything else um, the the one is slightly larger than the final joint on your thumb it's 20 grams and the other one can easily fit into uh, an adult's a, w- a woman's fist uh, it's it's uh, about 90 grams. 
Yeah, and and uh, I, I would just imagine that certain uh, you know chemical tests would need to be done to uh, determine the uh, atomic uh, particles or at least the atomic makeup of these rocks to determine if they truly are meteorites. Uh, has that been done? Yes. So so what he did was he contacted us and we got uh, the samples here. Then made uh, what we call a thin section. We we we, we sliced a small piece off ground it down very fine so we could pass light from a microscope through it and hello are you still there i'm with yeah. you um, uh, passed light through it and studied it uh, to show the, the the mineral shapes and then we subjected it to an electron beam that allowed us to measure the chemist chemistry of individual minerals all of that helps us not only confirm it's a meteorite but to confirm what class of meteorite it is because meteorites uh, have have many different forms and, and and represent many different rocks. Yeah, tell us about the class of meteorite that this is, and uh, has astrologers uh, has have astronomers been able to track this uh, across time? Um, it, well, we, we we first of all don't know when it fell, um, when when they fell, because what we were able to establish was that it wasn't uh, a single meteor fall. It was two separate falls. Yeah. The rocks are different. They come from different bodies out in space, asteroid bodies in space. The, the class is, is what we call a chondrite, which uh, belongs to the family of the most primitive meteorites. They date from a few tens of million years uh, after, the, after the sun flared into life, after the start of our solar system. Uh, and we were able to discriminate what different class uh, classes of meteorites they were, therefore establishing that they were from two separate bodies and therefore two separate meteor events. Uh, Prof, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Professor Roger Gibson, who's part of is a professor of structural geology and metamorphic petri- petrology at the University of the Witwatersrand. Michael.